Development Psychology Podcast. I am Charlotte Skogsberg, your host for this podcast. I am enchanted to meet and to take you with me on this journey into the human psyche viewed from the holistic approach of yoga and Ayurveda and viewed from the modern man approach of clinical psychology and psychoanalysis. So have something nice to drink next to you, maybe a cup of tea, have a seat, or go out for a nice walk in nature maybe. Enjoy. In this episode that focuses on psychology, I want to once again speak to you about your home. And today I want to speak about how to make your home reflect your future. Just like we condition ourselves for success every time we center mentally and emotionally, we prepare ourselves for the next sequence to come. So do we need to condition our home environment for where we want to be in the future. It truly is a question of where your attention goes, your energy flows. For several years in my life, I would completely neglect any investment of time money or focus on my living situation. Now there's a whole cluster of reasons why I did that but more importantly it made me feel ungrounded. Looking at it from the outside this does not seem like a revolutionary idea but instead quite obvious. However from the perspective of my own little self, I did not see the connection. Of course, in my mind it was more, I will invest in this when this and that happen. When I was sure I wanted to stay there. When I felt that I had made enough money to do so. When I met someone who I wanted to invest in it with and so on. Of course, you get what you send out. So naturally, I would only attract in more of what I already had. And this perpetuated the state of ungrounding and created more unease, but at the same time came in as a validation or confirmation of my need of freedom. Like many things in life, where it seems that we just keep getting the same thing, more actually, of the same thing, of what we don't want, we have to take a step back and look at what we are doing in order to stay in the vicious cycle. Because it tends to be so, that by doing the opposite, of what we always have been doing, we most probably will get also the opposite effect of what we keep having. Here's a truth to make a mental note of for each and one of us. 
the more we relax, the more relaxed we will become. That also means the more we feel at home, the more at home we become. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to spend a lot of money. It simply means that you have to settle in. It could even be without spending anything because maybe you live in a furnished place that's done by someone else that rents it out to you that way. Or even done by you, but maybe just out of necessity, not so much chosen by love. And if you actually look at your living space and begin to move things around, you will notice that you're settling in more than when you just accepted each thing at their place. We often get more inspired when we change perspective on things, of life and ourselves. It's that typical craving we might have when we want to go travel somewhere, to change the scenery. And we want that because life might have become redundant to us. Simply moving things around in the space will change how we feel in the room and also have us discover all the items there all over again. By reducing things that just collect dust, we bring other things forward and we create cleanliness around us. A personal and recent example was when I changed my kitchen. I didn't buy new things. Instead, I used all that was already there. I took it out, painted it white, and then puzzled it all back together differently. Cupboards and workspace and so on. Into a new configuration, which opened up the space and made it feel more welcoming. It suddenly changed the experience of being in the kitchen and actually also therefore my whole home. All of a sudden I started enjoying being in the kitchen and so I started to spend more time there. Having done that I turned my gaze towards the living and bedroom with brand new eyes and made some changes there as well. And all of a sudden, without realizing it, I noticed that I had placed my bed more in the center, which also made me feel less squeezed into a corner. Now, the first couple of nights after that felt a bit strange because it was not the habit or familiar. I even felt a bit exposed being more in the center that way. But then over some time, it made me enjoy the whole bed instead of just at one side facing away from the wall. The sleeping space became more important. So I will not say that this is the reason 100%, but later on, I did experience improvement in my sleep. 
often when we come into a new space, we need to appropriate the space. It needs to be ours. And if we don't, we easily get constricted, small, uninspired. And we might even just stay away from the space quite a lot. If we work in our home, it will become essential to create a space specifically for work and make sure that we make it our own. If we don't, we will definitely fail to be productive. Maybe have you already heard that to sleep better, we need to use the bed only for that purpose. It's become such a habit, I mean very much since online streaming, to sit and watch movies and series and things like that in our bed. Soon enough, our brain gets its wires crossed and we find it hard to feel sleepy, actually, in that space. I remember many years ago when I was studying at university and trying to study at my desk, feeling the eyelids shutting. And when I decided to stop and trying to go to bed, I would end up sitting there with a pillow behind my back, wide awake. Just too many crossovers between studying, eating, watching TV. And all of a sudden our brain cannot cope as well. It's also why we think more clearly when we have cleaned the clutter around us. Of course, it comes down to how our brain functions with habits. By creating a space to make us feel better there, we can create more productive habits associated to the space. So here's the thing about the brain that I keep talking about a lot. It really doesn't like change very much. It likes familiarity instead. And for that reason, it will always go towards what we used to do. And that's, of course, why we need to pay extra attention and condition ourselves, really, when we want to succeed with something. Especially if it's a new habit, a new thing in our life, or you can just say, when we want to make change, basically. So if you wish to enhance certain activities or certain parts of your life, put them into focus. Start with looking at how you arrange your home. If it's your overall health, it's not a secret that we need to look at our kitchen. Now, if I have the habit of takeouts, there's a chance that my fridge is pretty empty and I might not even have the equipment to even boil an egg. If I want to change that habit and therefore create more health in my life, clearly what I have been doing needs to change first and foremost. How can I pour attention into my kitchen 
so that I will remember, actually, that I have one. Now, if it's work that feels redundant, or maybe even inexistent, what space have I created for this activity in my home? Do I simply sit in the kitchen or on the bed, or maybe even outside, so that I won't take up so much space? In that case, it's not so strange that the energy isn't flowing with inspiration. We keep repeating what we do until we don't do it anymore. But for that to happen, that we don't do it anymore, we need to break the habit. And that goes deeper than your furniture. It's really the image that you have of yourself. It's your self-image, as we call it. It is very hard to change who we are, since the one who needs to make the changes is also the one who needs to be changed. But if we can begin with the living space that a person has and change that, we can change the activities and so changing the activities means we start to change actually what we do every day. So we start to change our habits. Take a look at what in your life you wish to be different this year. Write it down. It might be one of those before and after kind of mentality or it might be some kind of vision board. Where I want to be. Once you have allowed yourself to dream up the scenario, imagine what the home of someone like that would look like. What would be important and what would maybe need to be eliminated altogether? We might even have to rethink our whole setting. Maybe the bedroom is in the wrong space. Maybe we even need to illustrate the space like a, like a blueprint so that we visualize it differently. As you start to see what needs to change in the home, take the opportunity as well to declutter at the same time. A good old-fashioned spring clean, if you will. Out with the old, in with the new. That goes for what you have in the kitchen. Oh, and clean out the fridge while you're at it. If you eat too much sugar or processed food, go through your cupboards and throw away what's not helping you. If you need open space and minimalistic surroundings to be creative, choose a spot for your workspace where you can look out of a window, for instance. Don't keep unnecessary papers and books on the table for work. Keep the space spotless. Remember back in school, like early in school, you would sit down for class and you would only have the book that you needed for that class and your pencil case in front of you 
so that, well, actually, you could focus on the teachings. That which we call manifestation is simply a deep focus on what we want, how to get there, and then setting ourselves up for it. We imagine it, and we imagine that it's already here in the making, and so we start to act accordingly. And this is really what conditioning is. We have a vision, we know, and we put together already now what is needed in order to be there. Of course, it starts with where you spend most of your time. And so you become clear with what you want. You plan in detail and you create the space for it so that it can occur. But creating the space implies that you actually move things around so that that space can exist. Always keep in mind, if what your living situation today doesn't work for you, then it means that what you've been doing so far isn't the solution. If you want that to change, you have to start with making changes in what your living situation looks like today. When we start a new year, it's a beautiful moment to make a pause and look at those things. Now, if you don't feel that you have the force, the energy, the time or whatnot to make big changes, it can simply start with the decluttering of things. Beginning with going through your kitchen, your fridge, your cupboards. If you're someone who wants more health in your life, this is important to start. Then you go through your own sleeping area and where maybe you also keep your clothes. There's a whole universe around how we dress and how we identify. And if the person that you are today wishes to have certain qualities that you just don't feel are there right now. Begin with imagining what those qualities would make you feel like. Then look at your wardrobe, look at your clothes, and see, does the things I have in there correspond to that? And declutter. Look into your bathroom. Look into your cupboards there. Are you wishing to maybe reduce chemicals or whatever it might be? Do you want to bring extra focus to self-care routines? Now, what have you got there that helps you? And what have you got that is not necessarily very helpful in that? Do you have lots of pots and stuff that expired six months ago, well, actually get rid of them. And then, of course, your workspace. Same thing as I mentioned a little bit earlier on there. We all have a space in our living home 
that might be more dedicated to study, work, some kind of intellectual. What do you need in order to enjoy being in that space? Do you need things there or do you need maybe no things there? Do you need space? Do you need comfort? Do you need warmth? And remember from the previous episode of how Vastu, the ancient Indian architecture on a home, brings in the elements and one very specific part, which is space, akash, ether. How spacious is the place that you're living in? Can you make sure that the center area of your home has space around it that allows for creativity, energy, good vibes, if you will, to flow freely? Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this podcast and this episode. I am very grateful. If you enjoyed this and you think that other people could enjoy this, please help me to spread the word. Share this episode on any channel that you have of social media or messaging. And even more so, I would really appreciate if you know one other person who might benefit from my words today specifically. Take that one minute it takes to simply share this episode with one person. Remember that there's a human being on the other side of your phone, of your earpods, of this microphone. And I would love to hear your thoughts on what I've been talking about. So please leave a comment. Send me a message directly if you wish. This is Charlotte. This is me. See you next time. Namaste.